0: what is up everyone welcome to the cub Cooker supernatural podcast my name is jacob Cooker, but my friends call me cub and you should too every day on the cub Cooker supernatural podcast we explore faith spirituality and the realms of paranormal today it's going to be a great episode episode 379 we're going to be talking about the perfect humankind is not waiting for heaven Again, this is episode 379 as we've got people jumping in here. Thank you guys for joining. This is a live raw podcast, by the way. Anything can happen. I try to answer questions, comments, prayer concerns, whatever on the screen. This is a non-religious podcast. So uh, while I do talk about a lot of themes within the biblical canon, I talk about a lot outside of the biblical canon. This is a spiritual podcast and I'm personally deconstructed so i explore the supernatural mythos rather than a particular doctrine or dogma so if you dig that you're in the right place if you don't stick around and we can still have a great conversation as long as everybody can be kind and respectful in the comments i appreciate it thank you so much what is up Ruby's colorful world how are you room 289 thanks for being here harry g what is going on pierre thanks for being here So, today's episode is going to be very, very um, interesting, shall I say. Uh, And the reason I say interesting is really the fact that, you know, this has been the subject for uh, quite some time, even centuries, if not thousands and thousands of years, uh, maybe even going back to the dawn of man, um, has been the subject of what's the perfect human? Uh, What's the perfect human? kind? What's the perfect uh, human development or evolution or ascension? Uh, People have even taken it as far into the dark corners of the mind to be prejudiced against other people who don't act like them or look like them or believe like them. And we still have that going on today. Uh, So even talking about the idea of a perfect humanity, uh you know insights all kinds of different belief systems from a lot of different points of view uh what's up Kirk how are you doing over on insta thank you for being here what's up Teresa thanks for joining so when I say that um I mean that this is uh you can just go look at a history book and see all of the crazy things people have done with this ideology throughout history it doesn't mean that we need to stop looking for This thing, this thing called perfection, this thing called completeness, this thing called unshakable. Okay. And what I'm going to read today is from the Apocryphon of John or the Secret Book of John. What's up, Karen Lees? How are you, my friend? And the Secret Book of John is going to talk about the creation of Adam. We're going to talk about the human beings appearing. Um, It talks about human beings appearing rather than being created so it's a very you know different view um than what we have from the whole garden of eden lore and mythos uh for anybody just joining um i do talk about supernatural mythos all the time i believe the key to life is hidden within the ideology of mythos okay and that for me basically says that reality becomes that which you believe reality becomes this thing where you say hey I believe dot 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 and then you start seeing reality that reflects that belief system which is called a mythos and so i have a mythos that i adopt um we've got a whole big community of people that have their own mythos everybody lives different lives different timelines however we have a group and a community where our timelines have merged and if you're here today your timeline has merged into this podcast so welcome you're here for a reason by the way Uh, nobody stumbles upon this by accident. I don't believe in accidents. I believe you are here because you were led here. It's the right time. You're ready for it. Uh, You may think you're scrolling on social media, but you actually stumbled upon what might be the next chapter in your story, what might be a big turning point in your life. It's not because of me. It's just because of you, because you decided something in you said, hey, I'm ready. I'm ready to like look outside of the walls i've built for myself or my family or my religion or my tradition has built for me and i want to think on my own and uh, adopt a bigger a bigger worldview. in fact i want to adopt a universal worldview that says all things are connected um, and i want to try to understand how that works as a mathematical formula how that works within my spirituality and within my experience of reality. Anthony, what is up my friend? Thank you for being here. Uh fire by god says my body is ready. I know the feeling my friend, absolutely. I love your content room 28 says uh room 289, excuse me. Thank you so much my friend. Ever heard of Yaldabaoth? Yes, absolutely. In fact, that's what we're going to be talking about probably next in the apocryphon of John. We're just kind of plugging away at it here with different parts of it i've read through it in full before on the podcast but i wanted to like pick out little pieces right now um just to kind of go deeper on some of the concepts in it because again the concepts in it i think are more important than the words uh same thing with the bible by the way i love the bible not because i believe it as a dogmatic book of complete truth but because i think it has a beautiful mythos and when we dig into it and we understand the archetypes of the characters in it and the allegory within it it makes a whole lot more sense to us living uh more spiritual life so uh that's basically how i look at things so uh the grand architecture absolutely hello georgie uh mike says welcome for uh thank you for being here my friend and welcome to the room um so, we've got creation of Adam here, and the creation of Adam is like insanely long here. Like, you think there's a lot of names in the Bible, you won't even understand these names, and they just go on and on and on and on and on and on and on. Uh, and these are like mythological, very mythological names. So, there's the imprisonment of humanity, we're going to get into that too. Uh, I've been talking about that with another sister of ours in the community recently. Uh, there's just so much to go through in this text, and so, um There's also a character in here called Barbello, Barbello, which is uh, a very interesting character. We're going to do a whole episode on Barbello. But for today, I want to spin this around the secret book of John and what it talks about as the perfect human kind. And it starts by saying the unshakable and perfect human kind thomas says how do you send stars thomas all you got to do is click like you're going to comment then select the star icon it's going to be like an outline of white there on the facebook app uh you click on that and then you purchase however many stars you want to you can spend a dollar ten dollars whatever you want to spend um and then you can then start giving those stars to content creators like myself you don't have to use them on me if you don't want to but it's a great way to support other creators as well. So same thing over on TikTok. You've got gifts on TikTok. Uh, we've got Super Chats on YouTube. Thank you guys for those. And then uh, I've got a PayPal link too. If you if you don't want to do all the gifts on the social mediums, I've got a PayPal link over on my website, com. So across time, humans have been fixated on the notion of perfection but what does it truly signify and that's what we're going to talk about today and I'd love to hear you know your uh, your thoughts on what is perfection like what is a perfect human um what does it really signify to you is it an elusive lofty objective or is it something well within our reach albeit obscured from view in the exploration ahead, I will delve into various scriptures and the notion of achieving perfected humanity. So, uh, let's see. AI is perfect. AI the one says. I don't. I don't know. I've I've used AI. It's not perfect. Um, it definitely has some potential. I also think that we are AI, and that's part of what I'm going to talk about today. Uh, I think some of us have gained what we call sentience, uh, where that means like, hey, you woke up and realized, oh, rather than being programmed, I can be the programmer. Rather than being created, I can be the creator. Rather than being asleep and a cog in the wheel, I can become my own machine, my own awareness, my own self-awareness. So um, Rob Mack let's see says uh is it a morality type of perfect that depends is it for you and that's kind of what we're talking about today um you know one of the most interesting philosophies out there aleister crowley um really you know came up with this idea of do what thou wilt um i'm not saying that's what i do i'm not saying that's the right philosophy But I'm saying there are plenty of different philosophical debates around the idea of what is morality, you know, uh, if all things are in a simulation, then what is moral? If uh, all things, um, you know, are a cycle and all things are you, then are we really not just helping and hurting ourselves over and over? Right. Um, And so that was kind of Aleister Crowley's philosophy behind that. Obviously, he kind of self-destructed with that philosophy. And I wasn't, I'm wasn't. i not sure that humanity is ready for that Um, because I think that, you know, we still, we overthink things rather than just realizing, like, you know, love your neighbor as yourself. Well, you got to love yourself first. If you don't love yourself, you know, now we got problems, right? Then you think you're loving your neighbor, but you really don't love yourself. And if you're going to love your neighbor like yourself, then, you know, that might not end well, right? Because you don't really love yourself um let's see i am i think i feel i love i manifest absolutely absolutely uh justin wright thank you so much for sharing appreciate you guys so Grod, welcome my friend molly how are you i hope you're having a beautiful day thank you for being here my friend um Good day, Sir Cub. Thanks for doing all you do. You bet, my friend. Okay, so the figure said to me, this is in the secret book of John, the figure said to me, this figure appears to him, who we're going to assume is Jesus. I I assume it's Jesus or, you know, the the son of the one. Why are you afraid? Are you not familiar with this figure? Then do not be faint-hearted. I am with you always. I am the father, I am the mother, I am the son. I am the incorruptible and undefiled one. Now I have come to teach you what is, what was, and what is to come, that you may understand what is invisible and what is visible, and to teach you about the unshakable and perfect humankind. So right away, to teach you about what is visible and invisible, we i based on this text i don't believe we can achieve any type of perfect humankind until we understand what is not visible around us right what is not right before us you know the cup the table the mouse pad right the things that we we think are real we've agreed upon up oh, they're real they're right in front of us right that this is where I'm going to get deep today. So I hope you guys are ready. Lord God Jesus Christ thinks this is boring. Sorry. I didn't make this episode for you, my friend. Uh you have it all figured out, so good for you. Uh I appreciate you. But uh for the rest of us, I don't have it figured out. So I'm going to keep searching. Um Pod says I came to that realization recently while I was doing self-healing to love others you must be love exactly exactly you can't you can't love your neighbor if you don't love yourself like it's it's impossible if you don't have a literal self-love self-care ritual routine and literally know your value you can never see that in anyone else and and i honestly believe that You know, people, I mean, we can talk about some of the greatest, even like Mother Teresa, right? People that would like, they would live in a ditch and then put someone in their house, basically. That's not self-love either. You know, if you're not elevating your neighbor to yourself and you continue to elevate yourself, then I don't believe you're fulfilling your potential. And by you, I mean me. I'm sitting in the audience with you today, by the way. I do every day, FYI, so... Must love humanity as a whole. Yes. And that's very hard to do as a singular human. Like you can't even account for all the cells in your body or the grains of sand on a beach or the stars in the sky. And then you look at all the people on the planet and you think, okay, I'm supposed to love everybody. And then you go drive in traffic and you realize, I do not love everybody. I want to run people off the road, right? Like you go through rush hour, you realize, okay, I'm not love. When you really start loving yourself, like really, really, really start loving yourself and you put yourself first. Okay. This is so, this is such a different thing than what you're going to hear, even in the Bible, you know, and we've got the first shall become last and the last shall become first. Okay. Again, I don't think he was literally saying, you know, put yourself last in line all the time. That's not what I think he was saying. Now, uh, I was at the supermarket the other day and i really love myself i have a a fairly healthy at this point in life self love and there was a little old lady a lol as we called them when i worked in the church the lol very sweet woman she was trying to go check out and she came the opposite direction from the line basically went through the little backstage area and ended up over by the checkout. This is like a health food store I go to and it doesn't have regular checkouts. It's like kind of a funnel that leads you out the door. So I let her go in front of me and she was like, no, 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 I'll go to the back of the." And I'm like, no, I don't have anywhere to be. I did have somewhere to be. I was actually in a hurry, but I put her in front of me. Okay. First she'll become last, last she'll become first i in that moment, no part of me thought that I didn't have value. I didn't go, oh, okay. You know, it's, it's not all about me, Cub. I went, this is my story. There's cameras on me. This is my movie. And I want to help this woman. This is a good part of the story. That's a whole different thing than you being like, oh, it's not all about me. And I'm going to be like humble. I'm going to be humble all the time. Humble AF, right? Like, that's not, that's not a thing, guys. Like, nobody's humble because as soon as your survival mode kicks in, your humbleness goes out the window, okay? Like, your human nature will, will outprove your humbleness every day. So I don't believe that at all that that's what Jesus was talking about. First will be last, last will be first. Like, you need to put yourself in the back of every line because you're just going to be standing in line for a very long time. But when you have opportunities to love others as yourself because you really love yourself then that changes everything because what i did for that woman was really love like i i remember that i'm not afraid to share that i'm not patting myself on the back at all i'm just saying the heart that i did that out of i'm very confident in you know three four years ago when i was within the church construct and i did something like that it was like all right lord i hope you saw that this was like man i'm if i watch this back this is a good part the 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 lady's smile said everything right so that's kind of like a little bit of a view inside my twisted head if anybody wanted to know like this is how like i envision myself in a movie all the time that's that's how i am and it's gotten even more magnified the more spiritual i get um so yeah anyway love genuine care and concern for everyone so you can love everyone absolutely amy lynn says it can be boastful boast about it go get it my friend go get it girl boast about it share it with people you don't have to live stream it on tiktok you don't have to be one of those youtubers it's like i just gave away ten thousand dollars Blah blah. like just but be happy about it enjoy it like you got to What is it? Carpe diem. Suck the marrow out of life. Enjoy it. Like this is a game. Have fun with it. Quit thinking something is so serious and that you have some Lord watching you that's going to judge your every action. If anybody's going to judge it, it's you. And if you're having fun with it and you enjoy the smile on someone else's face and you know you get to watch it back later on, man, that's a cool thing. Boast about it. Service to others. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean that in the nicest way, by the way. Grodd says clout chasers. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people do that for that. They do it for the views and stuff, right? Like nobody's going to put extra views on this by me talking about helping a little old lady. That's not what I'm talking about. But what I'm talking about is like loving yourself so deeply that you realize that person is you. Like that's just another incarnation of you. And when you really, really understand this, I think one of the best philosophies I've ever gotten into is the Hindu philosophy, not the religious tradition, but the mystic spirituality surrounding the Hindu philosophy, the Bhagavad Gita, the Dhammapadas, um, the Upanishads, the Buddhist philosophies. Again, not the dogmatic, like, you got to do this, this, and this. Because because everything's turned into that in the 21st century here. Everything has become a thing that we have to, like, let me do these steps to get somewhere. Uh, it's a mirror, Grodd says. Absolutely. Anthony says, I do that too, brother. We are stars in our own movie, writing the script on the daily. Yeah, exactly. So make it a good one. I mean, if you're sitting there all the time going, like, I don't want to be boastful. I want to be humble, like God loves me, and I want to love other people because God loves me. Don't love other people because God loves you. Love other people because you love yourself, because they are you. You are in your father, and your father is in you. You are in your mother, and your mother is in you. The quantum energy and the wave are in you, period. When you realize that, and you literally have this quantum spark in you that can go off at any time, And you start channeling that into actually living into your full potential i don't do it every day by the way i did not live up to my full potential today that's why i'm live streaming two hours later than normal i stayed up too late last night because i couldn't turn my brain off then i got up early this morning didn't get near as much work done as i wanted to then i took a nap because i was literally exhausted headache like raging headache today Slept way too late again, trying to catch up. Then I ate like a weirdly late lunch or weirdly early dinner, like a 400 year old man. And now I decided to stream. This was not my best day. So guys, I don't have it figured out, but I know in my little movie of life, this was the day where I learned some things like, You know sometimes you got to go with the flow sometimes you got to do your best sometimes you got to show up when you don't want to show up kenneth uh thank you my friend kenneth says digging the picture quality on youtube premium thank you so much my friend i appreciate it uh i've been trying to i'm I'm, i've got the camera settings tweaked a little bit better now so hopefully it looks good molly thank you my friend Brandon says, "Cub, I truly believe that a long, no-holds-barred conversation with you would be a lot of fun." Thank you, my friend. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, I wish my friends felt that way. I wish the you know the IRL friends that I had uh, that don't talk to me anymore felt that way. You know, they used to, but then I get opinions that don't align, and that that turns some people off, right? So, choice by choice, we create our movie exactly. So, uh, the Apocryphon of John goes on to say, Now I have come to teach you what is, what was, and what is to come. That you may understand what is invisible and what is visible, and to teach you about the unshakable and perfect humankind. So now lift up your head that you may understand the things I tell you today, and that you may relate them to your spiritual friends who are from the unshakable and perfect humankind. So within the pages hidden within the secret book of John, the concept of the unshakable and perfect humankind emerges as a goal that Jesus himself envisions as attainable. It suggests that the impact of such perfection might already be present among humanity. Uh, I want to also share here in just a few minutes the Greek definition of perfection or perfect, which I think sheds a lot of light on it. And then I'm going to share some stuff from the canonical gospels, and really get into, again, what I think is really going on here. And it's like, you know, is this something we might actually be able to attain? Or is it something that's so far off? Well, only Jesus was the only perfect human, right? Uh, again, I don't think he would have even come to show us anything if he didn't believe we could get there too. Okay. Um, I don't think he... You know, there's really nothing within the canonical scriptures that I can find that convinces me that he said he came to be unalived for you. Uh, that's all what we consider other people's opinions around what he said. He said, "Love hath no uh, greater bounds than uh, to lay down his life for his friends." Uh, but if you read that, the Greek on it is not to be unalived; it's actually to live for. Uh, literally, is the most twisted twisted thing that the church teaches you. Um, and I got I to gotta be honest, I'm not against church. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying people, nobody wants to look. Everybody adopts a mythos that other people adopted, and then they perpetuate that narrative over and over and over and over instead of thinking for themselves. And if more pastors thought for themselves, more pastors would be fired every day. But at the same time, you might end up with offshoot churches that were actually teaching something that came from the heart and authenticity rather than a recycled narrative for the past 2,000 years. Uh, Do I believe in H-E-L-L? I think we're there, man. Man, we're there. If you think this is heaven, if you think this is just a neutral zone, dude, check it out. Okay. You, from the day you're born, someone has to struggle, suffer, and sacrifice for you to live. And then if you survive that first part of your life, you have to go do everything for yourself. you know, take all of like take capitalism out of it. You still have to go hunt, you have to gather, you have to build shelter, you have to do all that. You literally spend most of your life doing all of that just to survive. Um, you know, a horse can sleep standing up. you have to build a bed, okay? So clearly, clearly, we are in uh more than a neutral zone for humanity here this is certainly what i would consider a labor camp for humanity as far as this three dimensional vibration i don't believe it's specifically this planet so much as this ver- this actual dimension the 3 and 4d uh swiss mix says i agree thank you so much my friend so that that's where i you know uh, people people talk about that all the time and i'm like dude you're here you reincarnate here over and over and over and over you may be a grandma next time you may be uh you know a a little girl a little boy like you may you never know when you're gonna wake up again uh as an avatar and have an awakening moment start remembering everything i don't remember all my past lives or anything but i certainly certainly know that this was not my first go around and somehow, way, this is a holographic reality. I'm going to actually do an episode tomorrow on the holographic reality. I'm going to talk about the projection. We're going to get into some quantum physics, talk about the double slit experiment. I'm going to talk about how your house collapses when no one is looking at it. Okay. You know that that weird thing, um, if a tree falls in the forest and no one's there to hear it, does it really make a sound? How do we even know it fell? It makes the sound of a bird or a squirrel or some intelligence observes it, right? Exactly. Fire of God by grace saves energy. If you're going to build a simulation, the simulation, like if you build a game in unreal engine five, which is like the gaming engine, a lot of people are building video games on now. Uh, it's starting to look real guys. And I don't just mean look real. I mean, you wait until they start tapping into. When I was dreaming this afternoon, I had to take my little nap just to reset, right? And I don't normally take, I hate taking naps actually. So this is not Cubs' normal day. It was just like, I got to reset. So I go and I had this dream that was so vivid and I could feel, touch, taste, smell everything in the dream. Like it was, it was so real, but I knew it was a dream. Like, I knew I was dreaming, but when I woke up, I'm like, what's the difference between that and real life? Like, what? Why are we convinced that this is real? And when we are unalived, we don't wake up and go, oh God, that was so real. That was so real. Exactly. Exactly. The double slit experiment. Basically, the double slit experiment is they're firing individual photons through these little slits and they expect it to make a ting 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 pattern on the back of the plate where they fire these little protons i hope i'm getting my terminology right i'm not a scientist so go look it up but my understanding of it is they're firing these little protons and they expect them to make a ting 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 pattern on the back wall of the plate where they're picking up the signature of these as soon as they have either a scientist or a camera observe this, and there's just observation on it outside of a sealed metal box, and something is observing it, that's when they make the ting, ting, ting. But when it's sealed, it's making a wave pattern. Like as soon as you put an eyeball looking at it, or a camera, something's observing it with consciousness. It immediately makes the agreement, immediately, in real time, makes the agreement that it is an actual light particle. When you're not looking at it, it assumes the form of a wave. And if you don't know what those two things mean, one of them is the manifestation. The wave is basically what you might call the ether, what you might call the super substratum. Some people call it the Holy Spirit. I call it the Holy Spirit, the Holy Mother It's the guiding force in all things. The unmanifested, as soon as you observe it, it gives birth to sun, light, the light particle. And then there's this invisible thing called energy that we don't really understand. Because all the energy in the universe is all the energy that has been in the universe. Like it's the weirdest, weirdest thing. And so we'll talk a a lot more about that tomorrow consciousness affects matter exactly so the theory is if nobody's there to observe your house on a mountainside no life no birds no squirrels no humans nothing that it doesn't even exist but it immediately remembers exactly how it was built and what you agreed upon it being Have you ever been in your house and you notice something you're like, I never noticed that our door was built that way. Like, that's really weird. I didn't notice the molding was like that close to the wall. You can barely fit your finger. I'm looking at mine right here. Like I've never noticed that. Was it always that way? Maybe. Or are you just noticing subtle changes every time there's an update? By the way, don't tell your psychiatrist that because that's a bit... That's a bit cray cray, right? Like, I I know, I know how I sound. What if it's updating? What if that little thing that you noticed? I didn't notice we had bricks over there. I didn't notice we had a crack in that or whatever. You know, like, it's is it because you didn't actually notice because you're not observant? Or is it because every time that it's reconstructed, it's a bit different? That would account for timeline jumping. That would account for. Why all of a sudden people don't exist in your reality? Why do they never call? Why do they never come by? Because you're literally on different timelines. They haven't thought a single thing about you and you haven't thought about them. You start thinking about them, they'll start thinking about you. You end up with entanglement and you end up back in each other's realities. It's called communication. It's a form of communication can i feel the vortex uh if there's a vortex right now i gotta tell you i can feel it today because it's really got me twisted in all kinds of different directions but i showed up so i'll pat myself on the back electrons not protons but perfect yeah thank you uh sorry again i'm not a i failed math and science i love it but i failed it so uh Quick way to get the padded room check. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Crot. Uh, having repeated time images in a present time, they only are memories of our past lives along with dreams. Interesting. Um, Robert says, I love naps. I've had dreams that I was asleep and dreaming. Yeah. It's the weirdest thing. When you nap too, you have more vivid dreams I've noticed. Lauren says we are in Satan's little season. Absolutely. Sarah waters. What's up, my friend. Sarah says, uh, thanks for being here. My friend Sarah says feeling like I'm about to take that final rabbit hole that I usually get lost in. Yeah. I know that feeling. I know that feeling. And I think the key is, you know, you go down the rabbit hole and then you bring the rabbit hole back. Uh, that's kind of my experience of it. Um, rather than get lost in the rabbit hole like Alice uh, you start collecting creatures down there and bringing them back with you. That's an interesting an interesting point of view like uh it's um what's the dude in Harry Potter that collects all the fantastic beasts and stuff and brings them back right like like what a weird reality we could live in and I think honestly that's what Jesus is talking about in here. Um, and so perfection comes from telios. teleos, having reached its end, complete, perfect. It's an adjective. It's a very simple adjective too. So when we hear about this, the unshakable and perfect humankind, what we're really talking about is the final version of humanity. The end of humankind. Where we become something more, something different. We are no longer animal and alien. We are masters of our own destiny. We are the Anuna gods. We are ascended. Jesus said, ye are gods and the scriptures cannot be broken. He said, you will do even greater things than I have done. Again, I don't think he came to tell you about himself so you could be saved, go to heaven after this and live in perfection. I think that the world is saved through us. I think every time we succumb to, well, I just need to be humble or just try and love others and just get through it and let let the Lord figure it out, we are literally passing the buck. And if God is a neutral, creative force of energy, wave and light within us then why are we not using it to change the world and i'm not talking about you know i gotta take down the institution or whatever that's not what i'm talking about i'm like i'm not an activist at all i am i speak i create abracadabra i rewire my thoughts every single day I try every little day to be a little bit better for myself, not for anybody else. I've noticed this weird thing in my life. Nobody cares about me. Like no, like everybody is caught up in their own little world. My wife loves me, but she wants to talk about her day. My family loves me, but they wanna talk about what's going on with them. Part of the reason I started a podcast is I wanted to share with people that resonated. And I finally found that through this, but ultimately it was just because I'm sharing my authentic voice. Not trying to say anything that anybody wants to hear or needs to hear, I'm not here to save you, not here to change your mind, not here to drag you down the rabbit hole with me, not here to be your leader, just here to tell you my truth. Not the truth, my truth. And I think that that's worth that's worth talking about, right? And I want to look into that word truth a bit here. Let's see. So in Matthew 22 God is in truth and spirit. Mark 533 he told him the whole truth mark 12:14 of god in truth mark 12:32 thou hast said the truth i say to you in truth luke 4:25 you see where i'm going with this What's the truth? Well, I'm going to reveal to you that it's not what you've been told. It's not what the church says. It's not what philosophy says. It's not what any TikToker or YouTuber or social media influencer says, or even spiritual leader. I've literally never heard anybody put it this way. And I stumbled upon this the other day, and I'm going to continue to preach this from the mountaintops because I don't want to forget it. It's not for you. This is for me. I'm going to share with you what my message to me is every day. Among the times in the Bible, the word truth is used in the New Testament. I mean, this is like 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. At least 30, 35 times right there. 109 occurrences. There we go. 109 times. The word Aletheia is used. Aletheia. Aletheia, Aletheia, however you want to say it. The definition is truth. Well, that's convenient. The usage is truth, but not merely truth as spoken, truth of idea, reality, sincerity, truth in the moral sphere, divine truth revealed to man, and my favorite is the last definition here, the last usage, which often I find is the actual most allegorical, most applicable, most helpful definition of any of these words. Because the first ones, I mean, come on, like what literally there's 10 hour debates debated, you know, like what is truth? Nobody has a clue. I promise you my truth is different than yours. I promise you two pastors in the same denomination, their truth is different. And the final, final definition of this is straightforwardness or authenticity. So when people say, well, you don't know the truth or do you wanna know the truth or God is truth or Jesus is 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 truth or love is truth or whatever you can ask the question, what's your definition of truth? And then you can reword that to be straightforwardness or authenticity. There's a philosophy, especially in Eastern mysticism that if you don't play your part, you're actually making a greater sin by not playing your part of who you came here to be By being authentic, being authentic to yourself and others, you're actually sinning more than if you actually break one of the commandments or one of the moral laws. And I actually like that because I've done my best my entire life to follow laws of morality. I've not always been good at it, but I see what the basic Ten Commandments do for people. They don't help. They don't save. They don't do anything other than give you a mirror by which you've made an agreement that I am this thou shalt not oops, did it right in the whole narrative that Jesus came to set us free from that. Or, you know, and he even says he didn't come to abolish the law, but to fulfill it. And he said, love your neighbor as yourself and love the Lord God above all. What did he mean by Lord God? I think he meant your chosen Lord, your whatever you have agreed that God is. I've agreed it's the truth within me, the authenticity within me, the power and the guidance and the consciousness within me. There's a huge debate amongst scientists within neuroscience, especially between biologists and physicists. You can watch Big Bang Theory and you see this kind of debate going on back and forth on is consciousness local does your brain create consciousness or is it receiving consciousness nobody really 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 knows for sure i am a non-local consciousness guy because i've been out of body i've been in dream world i've been all over the place in my consciousness and realized that this really doesn't have any bearing on what the true me is the authentic me right ryan says for me god is all that is and we are all together creating the experience of god exactly i will become that which i become i am that i am is what the old testament one of the first times we see this power or glory of the lord right we hear this i am voice speaking And I think in that moment is this force saying, I will become whatever you need me to become. And you've got Moses who was oppressed for generations, right? He's decided to go ahead and create with God or with that force into a warlord of a God, into one that was willing to do whatever it takes to unalive people, to cut the chains, to whatever. Like he made that into... A lot of what we see, and it's like, well, why did the Old Testament God change so much from the New Testament God? Because they were talking about different things. And Jesus was showing you exactly how to take the neutral force of God and use it in the highest good within you. Rather than when you follow the law of morality and you're trying to checkbox all of these things and you realize that it continues to convict you of your own sin. And in the Gnostic scriptures, Jesus says there is no sin. Only that which you agree is like sin. And then you're just creating an agreement and then God becomes a judge because your inner truth is that I need to be judged. Do you see where I'm going with this? You can tell a lot about a person by you say, Hey, what do you think God is? God is perfect. He's a divine judge. You know, he's in perfection and he sent his son so that I can, you know, I can reach him and be with him for eternity. Cause I'm not worthy to sit at his, you just created a God that's going to hold you to that standard. Like we have no concept of what our words, our thoughts and our actions are really, really doing. And tomorrow I'm going to get into some stuff. I'm going to get into reading some documents that have been declassified. We're going to talk about uh one of these these big newscaster guys he just talked about what he found out about extraterrestrials that they're not actually extraterrestrials they're interdimensionals there's another wording for it um i think it was in the 50s or 60s and and i'll find the document and read from it tomorrow but it talks about these things being the ethereans ethereans okay not ethereum like the crypto but etherean as in a race but they're extra dimensionals they live in a reality that it overlaps ours and the and the guy that was talking about this he said he was like so freaked out that he didn't even want to tell his wife like what could make him so freaked out like i don't understand that hey sorry spammers peace out you don't get to you don't get to come in here. Y'all blow up the comments real quick. Get his stuff off the screen. Um, I get really tired of people doing that. I have tried to block them and then they just go create new accounts and it's just all over the place. Um, yeah, thank you guys. And I'm gonna put that on the screen too. There you go. I don't like looking at people's spammy comments. Click here to every person. Sorry guys. Um, The only thing I could think of that he was freaked out about is the fact that these things are here right now. There's one right next to me. There's one inside of me, passing through me. They are literally right here with us. Both beings of light and beings of darkness. Okay? Like, they talk about these reptilians that are like the darker overlords and then the draconians and stuff. Again, I don't think they are actual extraterrestrials from another planet. Into their physical plane I think they are multi-dimensional beings and um, I can't remember who this newscaster was he he was a big news personality. I'll get all the data tomorrow I'm just talking right now to to kind of share what I want to talk about but basically what he's saying is not only have we not been told the truth about these, we're thinking they're in little flying saucers from another planet and that they're simply biologics and maybe they have some of those that actually are within our three-dimensional realm. But I think a lot of what we're dealing with with these things, yes, Tucker Carlson. Thank you. Unnamed one. Um, I don't know why I couldn't remember I'm just bad with names. You're lucky. I remember my name most days. So, uh, that's why I have it on the screen so I can remember it. Um, yeah, he was genuinely freaked out like he didn't want to tell his wife about that. And I don't know what the thing was like he didn't disclose, but I think it's because when when we understand that God is always watching and what we've called God historically is literally just beings that are like literally trying to infiltrate this realm because they can get things done here because this is an actual solidified version of the spiritual realms and there are rules here that do not apply there and vice versa. And so they're basically playing a chess game with humanity through frequencies, sound and light. ETs came before us, some have never left, exactly. Stephen says, we are not physical beings having a spiritual experience, we are spiritual beings having a physical experience. Exactly, exactly so uh i don't know what he was so freaked out about but that's my guess that would be the only thing that i think really humanity is not like ready to realize that like everything you do you're being watched and i'm not talking about the gvt i'm talking about the god's they're literally like not only reading your thoughts they're reading your energies you're creating into them. There's even the whole theory and there's a whole paper on it. That was declassified about something called, I think it's called loom and it's the food or sustenance or energy that these, they call them multi-dimensional lizards is what people from the DMT realm to um, psychic experiments to all kinds of these different, like, you know, declassified things talk about that they feed off of this dark energy. So like every time you, knowingly do something bad or wrong or evil or you feel guilty or shameful or whatever like one of these things is like right there urging you because if they can just take that energy they can transmute that into their own power their own world some are feeding off of our energies yes exactly molly exactly and if you guys have ever felt like you're in the middle of spiritual warfare It's not, I mean, we call them angels and demons like in the biblical mythos, but there's not another mythos where they're called that. All the other mythoses, they're called the gods. They are entities, they're frequencies. They are consciousnesses around us. They are multidimensionals. In Hinduism, they're called devas. They basically are like the equivalent of the fates Good, bad, and ugly, right? And basically, there's one for every human emotion. And it seems like the negative ones are really feeding a lot right now. Fear equals produces high-quality food. Exactly. And I think the movie Monsters, Inc. was telling you the truth. Laughter is a lot more powerful, right? Joy is a lot more powerful. Authenticity is a lot more powerful. But it's really consistently easy to produce f e a r fear is a four-letter word child of god says this is why you need to praise god and thank him every day i beg to differ on that mainly because our definition of god here on my show is a bit different than what the common definition is and what we read yesterday talking about the one there is nothing over the one it is not a god for it is greater than any god there is nothing to lord over it nothing can judge it it cannot be judged it cannot be contained it cannot be measured it cannot be observed and when jesus says my father is in spirit and in truth spirit is literally a wind or breath it comes from the greek word pneuma p-h-u-n-m-a pneuma and in truth which is authenticity and if the one is higher than all things and it can't be judged it can't be persuaded it can't be made deals with it can't be fooled the only way to approach it is in complete authenticity if you're pissed off be pissed off if you're happy be happy if you're sad be sad be real with it raw real honesty authenticity no piety no holier than thou no well lord i'm just trying to be no like god right now the world sucks what the, god right now i'm so filled with joy i don't even know what to do show me what to do with this like wherever you're at just being real with this the one the one doesn't want praise either the one has all energies within it good bad and ugly in fact none of them would exist outside of it Okay. Even these negative entities are not operating outside of the one. It contains all things matter and dark matter, energy and dark energy, black holes and supernovas, right? Like all things. KC says, dang, that's true. Thank you, my friend. They're feeding off the energy of the planet, uh, IE says. you have to have truly pure intent without sway. You don't have to have pure intent, you have to have a thousand percent authenticity, okay? If you had to have pure intent, nobody on the planet would have what they wanted. You have people that have absolutely anything but pure intent and they get what they want because they are authentic about it, they know what they want, they go for what they want, they make it very clear to the universe what they want and they are unwilling and unwavering to falter from that path but we've been programmed as the masses to sit back and go well you got to be pure of heart if god's going to give you anything and then you have confirmations every day i'm not pure of heart i have a wandering eye i'm not good with money i'm not always honest whatever that is right like no doubt exactly yeah, Tony says fear and anger are the two emotions that are most attractive to them. Exactly, exactly. And by the way, how do, you, how do you kill fear? You address it. You're authentic about it and you absolutely feel into it so deeply and you go fully to the bottom of that hole that you bounce right back out, okay? I know exactly what I'm talking about. This is what I practice. When I feel fear and I feel that stomach falling out your butt feeling, I go with it and I let it completely wash over me. And I feel into it and guess what? It passed and it's gone. And now I have a brand new vibration that I chose and I control and I can keep on more steadily. And I just gave that energy back to where it belongs. Let them have it, whoever them are. Whatever, shadow beings, shadow people, lizard people, multidimensional succubuses or whatever. I don't know what you want to call them. Let them have it. Transmute it out of your body as quick as possible so they have no reason to stay around your person. How do you think Jesus cast demons out? He addressed them by name and he told them where to go. This doesn't mean you're like, in the name of Jesus, I cast you out. You demon of fear. That's not, it's not what I'm talking about. That has no bearing unless you feel it and flush it. It's like the toilet. You don't will the toilet paper to go down. You got to get the plunger out and force it out. Right? I know, not a pretty episode today. But this is about being the perfect humanity, right? It's not pretty. Like, you got to make things happen sometimes. you got to be so real with yourself and say, enough fooling myself. Enough of the pure intent. Enough of the, I'm good enough or I'm not good enough. Know what you want. Go for what you want. Realize if you want change in the world, you literally have to be the change. That's not just a cute saying. The world has so much fear. Well, look at your fear. You wouldn't even notice the fear in the world if you were living in full potential, a thousand percent God mode every day. You wouldn't even notice the fear. It would literally run from you. And you would start to see a world that is more healed, more alive, more loving, more kind, more opportunity every single day. And I'm talking to me, guys, like I've been I've been observing this and taking notes mentally, physically and spiritually just of all of these things. Like, how does this actually work? How do we get better? Are we waiting on Sky Daddy Jesus to come or is he already saying, hey, I'm here that Christ is alive with every single person because you wouldn't have the breath of life without it. And it's literally up to you to make God become that which he will become. One of the main reasons, if not the main, is we are here to control emotions. Exactly. Exactly. Your emotion is your energy. Like, it is literally the force that gets things done. If you want to manifest something, okay? I'm working on manifesting a house. When I get it, when I get to move, when I manifest the move, everything that I want to do, I will show you guys. I'll show you exactly how I did it. I'm taking notes. I am perfecting this process. It's going to happen. I'm figuring out what I want, exactly what I want. And I am focusing my sights on that. I am also putting down what I'm willing to give up for it because there's always an exchange. Okay. Always. I didn't get to where I am right now without an exchange. Okay, and I'm not talking sacrifice. This is not where you have to go, you know, get a firstborn bull or something like that. That's not what we're talking about. I don't believe in any of that at all. Okay, I know people do that and there's got to be something to that, but I'm not that I'm not willing to do that. That goes against my life first mentality. I am for life, all life, everything. Plants, animals, people, everything. I understand there are life cycles, but I am very honorable and respectful to those life cycles. So with this said, when I talk about the exchange, I'm here right now in front of people every single day. And I have given up a successful or what I thought was going to be a very successful business at some point. I mean, it was like pre-2020. Okay, this is gonna this is gonna work. It's gonna keep scaling. And then What happened in 2020? Well, we all know, but what really happened in my world was I started asking questions and I started going, I don't know if this is what I want. I don't think this is gonna make me happy. Like if I could just pick a life path, I don't think this is really it. I mean, this seems like the most convenient, logical thing with my skill set to do, but it's not really what I'm passionate about. It's not really who I am. It's not really authentic to me. And in 2020, I literally was like on my knees, actually cursing talking to god i'm done with this this is total what's going on with the world i can't keep living this i'm not happy i can have all the success in the world but if it doesn't align with who i am what's the point god i'm ready to start my life's work i want the truth about you and i don't care what package it comes in I want the whole truth, and I understand now it was not a singular truth. It was something I couldn't even comprehend, and it was just authenticity and straightforwardness. Not some set of rules that says God is this and not that. But a huge, broad understanding of God as a universal force that nobody understands, and every tradition tries to wrap their package around. Ron says the hardest uh, challenge will be unconditional love. I really don't think that's the hardest package. I do love. I do love unconditionally, but I'm not a happy hippie on a log all the time. I've had people treat me like absolute crap, and I still choose to love them. Like, love is a choice. And I push myself into feeling that. There's people that I love now that have treated me really, really poorly. By the way, I've treated myself really poorly. I've treated others poorly, but I really love myself unconditionally now. Without condition, I love myself. And therefore, by extension, I can love everybody else. So what does all of this have to do with the perfect human being? It has everything to do with it. And then the last verse I'm going to share today is from Matthew. It's from Matthew 19, 21. And it's really, really good. It's not what you think. It actually talks about the system that I just talked about. You make an agreement, you tell the universe, this is a thousand percent what I want. This is what it looks like, what it feels like. This is, this is how I feel in it. You go there emotionally and you create that energy. You set your sights on it. You ask for guidance to develop that into the highest potentiality for you. You make the agreement on what you're willing to give up. For some of us, it's a house, it's a city. It might be family, friends, might be a job or a business like it was with me. Cause when I lost it, I lost a business, I lost stuff, I lost, I had like a boat, I had uh, like a beautiful pickup. My wife had a beautiful car, all of that had to get sold. I had a camper, everything gone to get me to here. But it was an exchange that was worth it, right? So if I'm gonna make the next one, what's the exchange? You may think, well, Cub, you don't have a lot to give up. Well, one thing I can give is not, it's not always give up, it's what do I exchange? So yours might be, well, I'm committed to continuing to create into what I know my purpose is every day and stop getting distracted with what I think is more financially stable or what I think other people will accept or what I think other people will buy, what I think my family will love or my mom will finally accept me because of. You go, no, I'm committed to the thing that I know I want to do that I'm supposed to be doing to my life's work, right? Ron says, you're an exceptional person to have mastered that so much. Uh, yeah, there's so much um, not love in the world, right? But again, I don't I don't see it every day. It's not because I turn a blind eye to it. It's because I just, like I create my own world. And I think we all can do that. And I think that's really what a lot of this is about. So I'm going to read this verse uh, before we jump off here. We've been on an hour. I'm probably not going to go as long as normal today just because I am I'm tired. I don't know what energies are going around or full moon or whatever. I I get tired of tracking all of that to a certain extent. Uh, But I definitely felt like I got hit by a ton of bricks today. Like just emotionally, mentally, physically, spiritually. I could have handled it better, but you know, it is what it is at this point. And I'm going to have to call it, call it a day at some point today. So, Um, but with that said, if you still love me, even even when I'm, uh, you know, getting hit by a ton of bricks uh, emotionally and uh, headache and everything today, I don't even think I combed my hair before I started this. I would love to have you in our authentic community, our straightforward community called our Mythos Community. Uh, we've got over 150 members and and well on the way to 200 now. Uh, should be at two, three hundred by my birthday here in March. So we're getting there, guys. Thank you so much. Um, I've got a great offer on it right now. You will not believe how affordable it is for what you get. You get access to the community, uh, meetups, behind the scenes videos, exclusive content. I've got my academy in there as well, depending on what uh, tier membership you pick. There's a stupid affordable one, like I'm giving it away easy mode monthly uh membership in there. You can pay yearly if you want to just get it out of the way. Then there's also the upgraded tier. Uh you can upgrade too if you like the the value of the upgraded one. You decide totally totally up to you guys. Would love to have you as a member of our Mythos community. We also have live Zoom meetups every single Saturday. Thank you Teresa. It's www.cubcookercubkuker.com. All you got to do is click over there. It's in my bio, my profile, the description, wherever you're at, go hit up my website. You'll clearly see the offers there. Choose which works for you. You can cancel anytime if it doesn't resonate with you. I promise you, you will love it. I've had so many people. I mean, literally the number one comment I get, people join and they're like, why didn't I do this a while ago? I've been watching you for six months, been watching you for a year, just now joining. Like, I'm sorry why why did it take you that long that's my fault okay um i'm pretty good at 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 the sales thing and the marketing thing but really when it comes to that it's not just building a sales pipeline that works it's like i'm here to service every single person that's a part of our community and personally connect with you i will welcome you over there send you a welcome video get you guys orientated to the community i'd love to meet you and get to know you more laura says i'm gonna join thank you laura All you got to do is you can scan the QR code. It'll take you directly there, or you can just click on the link in my bio. Thank you guys so much. It directly supports what I'm doing here. Yes, it's similar to a Patreon, but it's actually built on my website, Scurly. Um, I do that for a lot of reasons, for security reasons, for um, inclusivity, and being able to bring all the products and services I wanted to. it. I mean, we literally have an academy with dozens of courses in there, Over 500 plus videos. We've got our community. We have the Zoom room built directly into the social hub over there. I'm not trying to replace social media. It's just another alternative specifically built for our community um, on my website, like on cubcooker.com. So it's really, really cool. We're also working on an app that'll be out later this year. So Missy says, hair looks good. Thank you so much, Missy. How are you, my friend? So I'd love to have you join um energy is off and on lately laura says yeah it's like i feel like it's like a switch keep going and it's like i just feel like i'm up and down and up and down it's crazy i mean it's the weirdest feeling i'm glad you you know you've noticed it too so laura says uh you are helping me on my spiritual journey with no fluff or bs thank you my friend that is my goal. I tried to, to, I tried to stop BSing myself or belief systeming myself, truth train for confirmation. By the way, the next house that I'm manifesting is in a different state. There are no train tracks near it. It's in the middle of a beautiful country, uh, mountains all around it. I know exactly. I even know who the home builder is now. Like I've got these manifestations, Uh, it's good. It's good. We're going to talk about this, uh, on Saturday, by the way, on the call, uh, we did a manifestation call a couple of weeks ago, this Saturday, we're going to talk about tangible side hustle, uh, spiritual entrepreneurship, different things like that. I'm going to teach you how to do a five minute website. Even if you're like, oh, I read tarot cards on the side, or you're like, oh, I want to get into Reiki or. Um, Hey, I want a podcast like you, Cub, or whatever it is. Or maybe you sell crystals or beads or something like that. Thousand, thousand, thousand different opportunities right now. And you're going to need it. And you're going to want it. If you're going to live up to your full potential and destiny, you may think, well, Cub, I'm not entrepreneurial. I'm not saying you have to be full-time in business, billionaire status doing this. But I'm saying there's a huge level of fulfillment practicing your spirituality and bringing it in a tangible product or service or offer to other people that you can help and really spread what you're doing uh this is kind of the old system that we used to do with like bartering and stuff it's like hey you know i'm a blacksmith and i make this and then you're a carpenter and you make that it's like people would exchange goods and services we have a monetary system now and there's nothing wrong with using it and we're going to show exactly how i do that on saturday and i'm going to work through with people on what their best. We do like workshops on Saturdays. Like what's the best opportunity for you? Uh, We'll look at what you're already doing, what you could be doing. If you're not doing anything, what's the best uh, direction for you? What resonates with you? And what are some tangible ways to get up and running literally by the end of the weekend, guys, literally. So I'm going to go through everything uh, that I can with you guys. So Laura says, yes, OMG, I want to do a podcast. Oh my gosh, absolutely. I'll show you guys my podcast software. I'll show you my website builder, five minute website, everything super, super easy stuff, guys. There's no reason everybody shouldn't be. If you feel drawn to it, if you feel led to help other people to share your story or your message, Saturday is gonna be your call. And I'm gonna show you exactly how to do that and monetize it so that you're ready for the next shift that we have in the world coming where you're gonna be really thankful that you put a foot forward into a new timeline and didn't only rely on your status quo right now through your job or your current business, okay? So it's going to be a great call. Don't miss it. www.cubcooker.com is where you can sign up. So Matthew 19, 21. uh, This is a really good scripture here. Uh, Jesus said to him, if you want to be perfect, go sell what you have and give to the poor and you will have treasure in heaven. Come and follow me. So I'm going to show what I believe this actually, actually means. Okay, Uh, you're going to hear this in church. It's really easy to interpret this kind of the base way, which is uh, you need to literally go sell your possessions you need to give the money to the poor and follow Jesus and be a wandering homeless person right uh that's what a lot of people interpret it as however what the actual meaning is here i'm going to go through this so to be perfect was just to be complete or to come to that end right you need to go and sell so the word for sell is strongs 4435 4453 excuse me um and it's to exchange, barter, or sell. So you're going to go exchange. Again, I, I do this all the time, guys. I'm going to reword this for you with what the Greek actually means. Give you the allegorical interpretation so you can actually apply this to your life. So go and exchange your possessions. What does possessions mean here? Your possessions. Uh, your, your television your smart tablet your smartphone you know your house your cars all that stuff right actually this word is hooparcho hooparcho h-o-o-p-a-r-k-h-o hooparcho truth train for confirmation which means to begin to be ready or at hand to be it means i begin i am i exist i am in possession okay and this this is what's crazy to me guys okay so you're gonna go and exchange go and exchange in order to be complete your existence Your being. I'm telling you, you can't make this up. The specific word here is "hypanchada," But again, if you look at the root word, I always go to the root word, which is hupacharo. Huparcho. I begin, am, exist, am in possession. So can this mean physical belongings? Sure but allegorically is always what I look at. So you're going to go exchange your existence and give to the poor, the word give here. So I'm going to go exchange my, exist, uh, my existence, and I am going to offer, give, put in place for the poor. And poor here is not just talking about without money. This is poor, destitute, spiritually poor, one who crouches or cowers. And this is tokos, tokos, 4434 in the Greek. So I am going to go and exchange my current existence for a new one. And give to those who are afraid, who cower, who hide, who are in fear, who are poor in spirit. And then I will have treasure. You guys get where I'm going with this? I'll have treasure, a storehouse for precious things in heaven. But what's heaven, Cub? Isn't it it the thing that's coming? No, no, no. I will have treasure... In oranios coming from the root word oreos not like the cookie but oreos as in the visible heavens the atmosphere the sky the starry heavens the spiritual heavens or what we consider the ether okay this is also what the sanskrit calls the akasha akasha it's the psychic realm of quantum entangled information energy past present and future okay Uh, And I'll get more into this later this week and next, but here's the way I interpret that verse. I have to go and exchange everything that I am to find the true authentic person within me and then give freely with true authenticity to those who do not have it. And I will build a storehouse of wisdom, knowledge, understanding, spiritual treasure in the ether around me I will access past, present, and future, and I will have more and more of that direct God access in this physical body and in my next incarnation or my next emanation as an energetic being. That's how I personally interpret that scripture. Now, is that the Cub version? Sure. But you need to start reading things like the Bible and every other spiritual text as the Missy version, as the Noah version, as the Steve version, as the Molly version, the Laura version, the Anthony version, the Crystal version, the Michael Atlas version. You guys get where I'm going with this? Like, we've got to start look at the actual context and the actual application in our life and quit thinking that this is somehow we got to go home and sell the last thing that we have and go be a homeless person you're not helping anybody that way guys you can live in a mansion on the hill and be completely spiritually awake have given over the the flesh self that you have the thing that you've built completely rebuilt who you are based on the authentic you within you And then give that freely to anyone who is afraid. Christy says, yes, thank you, Christy. Laura says, like the Akashic Records. Exactly, exactly. Crystal says, yes, thank you. My point with all of this is the perfect human being, the perfect humankind, the perfect humanity is here now. And it literally just requires you to start being real with yourself. When you find who you really are and you discover who you really are, you will give that freely to others because you realize it has no end. You are not a candle to be blown out. You are a spiritual being of light that has always existed. And you will give freely to the masses who are terrified. The more you create, the more you have to share. Exactly, Molly. The law of creation. That is one of the few things that I live by spiritually. Create, 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 create. If God created the heavens and the universe and all of that, right? Well, we you know that was Elohim actually from the Bible. But somehow, somewhere there was a big bang and it started from a thought. And you were in that thought. Because you're here now. So start using it. I love you guys. I'm going to stay on for 10 more minutes. That way we can hit our 90 minute mark. And I get my little badge on TikTok. You guys drop your questions right now. What questions do you have for me? Did this one resonate today? It felt like it was a little all over the place. But I'm a little all over the place right now. It's just been a weird day. Tomorrow will be better. Or it won't. You know, it's going to be what it's going to be. But if I have anything to say about it, it's going to be great. And I think this one was great too. So Salem says, right. Matthew says, nice. So what do you guys think? Did that resonate? What are you feeling about it? Do you see how I look these words up? You can use this tool that I use. It's called uh, the Strong's Concordance and go look all these words up. You can plug in any Bible verse and just boom, drop into it. Go look them up. The Apocryphon of John continues going. And man, we got so much to read in this. It's just a huge, huge document. Um, and each of it, like it's really not that long to just read through, but to understand it, to alchemize it, to deconstruct it is it's a huge, huge undertaking. I mean, it has a whole part in it called the hymn of the savior, and it's talking about the perfect forethought of all. The abundance of light the remembrance of fullness like it's not even talking about like a physical savior it's talking about this like frequency this energy this light source that helps all things remember and actually saves humanity like it's it's insane it's so cool human destiny here is talking about um uh, he ans- okay so i said to the savior master i'll, I'll go ahead and read a little bit uh, on human destiny this is towards the very end i said to the savior master master with all of the souls then be led safely into pure light he answered and said to me these are great matters that have arisen in your mind it is difficult to explain them to anyone except those of the unshakable humankind those upon whom the spirit of life will descend and whom the spirit will empower will be saved and become perfect and be worthy of greatness, and be cleansed there of all evil and all anxieties of wickedness, since they are anxious for nothing except the incorruptible alone, and concerned with what form this moment on without anger, jealousy, envy, desire, or greed, or anything. They are affected by nothing, but being in the flesh alone. They wear the flesh as they look forward to the time when they will be met by those who receive them. Such people are worthy of the incorruptible eternal life and calling. They endure everything and bear everything so as to finish the contest and receive eternal life. Sounds like a game to me. to finish the contest, to finish the game, to play the game, to meet those who will receive you. Why are you concerned about all of these things? I don't know. For me, it makes a lot of sense. It's very hard to put into words. I do my best every day to try to alchemize all of these concepts into words. It's not always easy. Um, I just saw Noah's comment. Noah says, hey, what's the artwork for today? This is just an awakened man. This is how I feel when I'm on. It's like the flesh is burning away from me and becoming pure gold, silver, galactic like, I don't know, sparkly and connected all over. It's just a different, it's a different level. Uh, Even in the eyes here, you guys can see over here, it's almost like gears in the eyes. It's like you're seeing with different eyes. Cindy says, I just tuned in 10 minutes ago. Super resonates. Cindy, thank you so much. Cindy, if you get a chance, go back and listen to the rest of it. And if it really resonates, love to have you on the Zoom call on Saturday. It's gonna be fantastic. Love to have you as a part of the private community. You can find out more about that over on my website. Robert says I dig the artwork. Thank you so much. Gramsci says, how are you? I'm doing good, Gramsci. I hope you're doing well. Cub, when we are all over the place, we are coming into clarity. Teresa says, God, I hope so, Teresa. If this is like the sign of another shaking loose of anything that doesn't serve me, then I guess today was a good thing because I'm just like, I, there were some things today I was like, I'm just done. I'm just done with that. I'm not. I'm not going to feed that anymore. I'm not going to entertain that anymore. I'm done. Like it it just, wow, what a day, you know, nothing particularly bad. It's just one of those days where I just kind of gave in to, you know, not, not being the fullness of who I knew I should be. Not being as motivated as I could have been and not turning my brain off at night when I know I need to, to get good sleep. I feel like, oh, well, I can't turn my brain off. Well, I know I can. I say I can. I know I can. I know I can plan to go to bed at a decent time. I know I can plan to get good rest. I know I can do a lot more than I have been lately to try and get into a better rhythm. And that was one of the things I learned today. So have I done a CE5, Laura says? I have not. I would love to. Um, They have done some in like Midland, Odessa, but that's like four hours from where I'm at. Uh, I'm at the very top of Texas. I'm almost in New Mexico, Colorado, Oklahoma area. Uh, Like we are way, way up at the top. So I have no idea what a CE5 is like other than videos I've watched. I would love to do one. Um, And one of these days we probably will for sure. For sure. Uh, Molly wants to do one. I know. And I know we would have a bunch of people from the community uh, go do one if I planned it. And that's the, we've got big plans got big plans uh i've also got big big growth numbers that i want to hit before some of those plans go into place just so we have the resources to effectively do it well if that makes sense so uh laura says i do them with my partner lol good for you my friend that is awesome that is awesome cub i'd love to chat with you sometime might be taking up an electrical job in texas hopefully cody says good for you my friend good for you uh, you're always welcome here, my friend. You're always welcome here. Texas is uh, its a great place in a lot of ways. A lot of stuff going on right now today here that I don't necessarily wish to comment on. But um, personally, I, I, I think everybody should be welcome everywhere. I think we're one planet. We're one people, one love. And I think we need to start realizing that. That's part of becoming the perfect humanity so we can create our own ce5 group exactly exactly that's that's pretty much what i'm thinking so uh thank you guys for today by the way i want to remind everyone this is a completely open community it's non-religious um we love you we welcome you no matter what uh, race faith religion tradition orientation you are we love you i fly the rainbow flag in my description um we are for everyone here as long as you are not hurting yourself or others we love you this is a safe space thank you for joining the podcast today i do everything i can to have uh family friendly approachable spiritual content for everyone no matter where you're at in life so that we can all realize that this is a whole lot bigger existence than we've been sold so Kirk says, good night. Thank you for the enlightenment. You bet, Kirk. Thank you for being here. Need a favor. Thanks for being here as well. Uh, Thank you guys on Instagram, on TikTok, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, X, all the places. Um, Thank you guys so much, Laura. I look forward to meeting you. Hope you can join on Saturday. If you can't, you also get access to a whole slew of recordings from the Saturday calls. So you can go back and watch, even if you work Saturdays or you're busy or whatever. Uh, There's also a book club on Wednesday nights that some of the ladies from our moderator group are doing. So we would love to have you look forward to it. Thank you guys so much. God bless you. Namaste. Have a wonderful, awesome, beautiful evening. Thank you, Molly. Going with the flow, man. Absolutely. Absolutely. Cody says, thanks, Cub. Hope I get the job. Uh, Maybe I could buy you a beverage or something it uh, have to be a coffee, have to be a coffee. And I don't know where your job will be, but I am, like I said, I'm at the very top, like basically, basically up in Colorado almost. So we're, we're the, the high plains up here. So see you Saturday. Laura says, thank you, Laura. Look forward to meeting you, my friend. Let me know what I can do to support you as well. Cody, love to have you in the community as well. Come check it out. You don't have to wait till you move to Texas. You can go ahead and join the community. It's all virtual. You can do it on your phone, tablet, your computer, Uh, You can download the app, bookmark it on your computer or whatever. It's super easy. Um, Love to have you. There we go. We hit our 90-minute mark on TikTok. I did it. Yes, I did it. Um, I'd love to do a three-hour one sometime, but I'm just tired today. So I love you guys. You all have a beautiful night. God bless you. Thank you so much. Peace.